Hello everyone, Monica Reinagel here, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Welcome. A new study was released last week that I know a lot of you are going to be concerned about. It seems that eating fruits and vegetables that are known to have high pesticide residues could make it harder to get pregnant. There's bound to be a lot of hand-wringing over this in certain corners of the internet, so I want to put these findings in perspective for those of you who are trying to conceive, as well as anyone who's just generally concerned about pesticides and their effects on health. The study was overseen by Dr. Jorge Chavarro. He's an expert in reproductive medicine at the Harvard School of Public Health. Some years ago, Dr. Chavarro and his colleagues published a book called The Fertility Diet, which promoted a dietary regimen that was supposed to increase your chances of getting pregnant. And I talked about the fertility diet in a previous episode. This latest study looked at several hundred women who were undergoing treatment at a fertility center right there in Boston. These women filled out a questionnaire about their dietary habits prior to seeking treatment. The researchers then analyzed these questionnaires to see what kinds of fruits and vegetables these women were eating and how much. They wanted to see whether or not there was a link between their estimated pesticide exposure and fertility. And sure enough, they found one. The women who had the highest estimated pesticide exposure from fruits and vegetables were less likely to get pregnant than those with the lowest estimated exposure. And it's not too hard to imagine why this might be. Many, but not all pesticides, are what we call endocrine disruptors. They interfere with reproductive hormones. And this has been widely observed and documented in fish and frogs and other wildlife and confirmed by lab studies. This new study, although it still can't prove a causal link, certainly raises new alarms that we may have underestimated the potential harm of typical pesticide exposure to certain vulnerable populations, such as those trying to conceive or pregnant women and their unborn babies. You've probably heard about the Dirty Dozen. This is a list of fruits and vegetables that are known to have high pesticide residues. And the list includes things like strawberries, apples, spinach, grapes, and bell peppers. Other fruits and vegetables, such as bananas, avocado, onions, and cabbage, have lower pesticide residues. Whether or not a vegetable has a high pesticide residue depends on a number of factors, how they're grown, what kinds of pests tend to get after those particular plants, and which chemicals are typically used to control them, and what part of the plant we typically eat. The Environmental Working Group has estimated that by avoiding the dirty dozen, you can reduce your exposure to pesticides by up to 80%. You could buy organic for those particular fruits and vegetables. But if organic is not in your budget or at your grocery store, there are plenty of other fruits and vegetables that you could choose instead. Others have questioned the value of this advice. Dr. Carl Winter, a food toxicologist at UC Davis, has pointed out that even if you do eat the dirty dozen, the amount of pesticides that you'd be exposed to is far below the threshold considered to be safe. Dr. Winter worries that unfounded fears about pesticide exposure could cause people to eat fewer fruits and vegetables, and that's the last thing we want to happen. As I've said before, the benefits of eating plenty of fruits and vegetables far outweigh the potential risk of the pesticides you might be exposed to. 
this latest study certainly calls this into question. But I want to add a little bit of perspective, as well as some suggestions on how you might respond to this information. And now, let's put this latest study on pesticides and pregnancy into perspective. First, keep in mind that all of the women in this study were seeking advanced fertility treatments. These were women who were having difficulty getting pregnant for reasons other than their dietary habits. It's likely that there may have already been some endocrine issues going on, and perhaps this made them extra sensitive to levels of exposure that would not affect the general population. Secondly, the pesticide exposure was indirectly inferred. They didn't analyze the women's urine or blood to look for traces of these compounds. They were basing their analysis on the women's own estimations of how often they ate various foods in the past, as well as USDA data on the general food supply. As Dr. Winter pointed out in an email to me, this particular data doesn't specify which pesticides were likely to be present or even in what amounts. And we haven't yet studied whether counseling women to change their dietary patterns to avoid these fruits and vegetables might improve fertility rates. And finally, to echo Dr. Winter's previous concern, we don't want this research to scare women into not eating fruits and vegetables, or to worry that eating too many apples or strawberries is going to prevent them from getting pregnant. As Dr. Shavaro wrote in The Fertility Diet, a diet rich in fruits and vegetables is supportive of general health and fertility. And the data that show that are based on people eating mostly conventional produce. So here's what you can do. If you're worried about the potential effects of pesticides on your fertility or on your health, you have a couple of options that don't require you to avoid healthy foods or to run up an unnecessarily high food bill. Here's how I would approach it if organic options are not readily available or in your budget. Number one, eat lots of fruits and vegetables no matter what. Number two, load up on the fruits and vegetables that are known to be low in pesticide residues. These include things like peas and beans, and cauliflower, onions, avocados, bananas, grapefruit, and cabbage. And I have links to some resources in the show notes for the complete lists. Number three, for apples, grapes, peppers, spinach, strawberries, and other fruits and vegetables that are likely to be higher in pesticide residues, limit your consumption to one serving a day. Number four, wash your fruits and vegetables thoroughly to remove any surface residue. My favorite method is to spray them with plain white vinegar, rub them really vigorously, and then rinse them with plenty of clean water. And number five, remember to limit the use of pesticides in and around your home and garden. Food is not the only place that we're exposed to these chemicals. As I said, I have some links in the show notes today with some resources on the Dirty Dozen and the so-called Clean 15, and you can get those at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. If you have questions or comments about this study or another nutrition topic you'd like to explore, you can post those on our website or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I always love to hear from you. Thanks for listening this week. Have a great week and remember to eat something good for me. <laughs>